Welcome to Food Fight, the food podcast where we debate food topics despite having no real culinary knowledge, yet we still defend our uneducated opinions to the death. I'm your host, Kirk Pinchon, and each week we take one single food theme and dissect it, discuss it, and debate it within an inch of its life. We offer no answers, no solutions to these food dilemmas, only more chaos. This episode was going to be a three-headed monster that got turned into a two-and-a-half-headed monster. Because Lindsay can't make it today, but instead we have Jackie Brubaker. Yay! <laughs> you're you're the one and a half, in case you didn't realize that. I was like, okay. <laughs> it's it's math. It's math. I hate math. <laughs> uh, how bad is math? It's the worst. It's, it's the just not worst. It's not for me. And, no thanks. And how little do we need it in our lives? We barely need it. Exactly. I mean, barely. I, I just round stuff up or down. That's yeah. what I do. Yeah. That's my math. Or just go, hey, my phone's a calculator. Life is yeah. good. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Mm. Hey. So Jackie's here. Uh, I'll explain why she's here in the first place, because this whole episode is her idea. I, I mean, was it? But I'll take it. <laughs> yes, it was. And also, she's drinking eggnog to get in the holiday spirit. I am. I'm in the spirit. <laughs> now, is it is it heated? No. Straight it from the bottle. Straight from the bottle. It is Trader Joe's eggnog that they put out every season. They have like a eggnog flavor and then other flavors. But I don't even want to try the other flavors because this one is so good and so potent. You don't have to drink that much. To get a nice little buzz, which I have. And I is, have more, just in case it, it fades. <laughs> God bless you and all that you do. Is this the one that you brought to Thanksgiving? Yes. Oh, okay. Because we have we haven't opened yet. I'm like, oh, that's oh, going to be interesting. It's a very unassuming bottle. You think, oh, there's so much eggnog in here. But then you pour yourself a tiny little glass and you're like, where did it all go? Or at least that's been my my experience. Well, I mean, I do follow you on the Instagrams and I did notice that there was one <laughs> night you were drinking eggnog on a Friday night. You're like, man, I'm just drinking eggnog on a Friday night. Listening to watch it, yep. listening to Christmas uh, songs, watching Christmas movies. I was doing all the Christmas things. I'm really feeling the spirits the last, I mean, in both ways, like Christmas and drinking for the last two seasons, which is funny because I never used to be into Christmas. Like, everyone loves Christmas and the holidays and oh, it's so warm and fuzzy. And I was like, Bleh. you know, I just didn't like it mm -hmm. until last year during like the worst Christmas, you know, holiday season ever of quarantine and COVID. And I was like, well, I'm just going to decorate my house to the nines. And I got really into it. And I think I broke the spell. And now I like wow. the holidays. Look at you. COVID does some good. It did a lot of good. I think, I think COVID. I did. <laughs> hey, Thanks, Mainly for the eggnog. <laughs> Just for the eggnog, if nothing else. Yeah. If nothing else. Well, before we get into all the things, um, let's get into, I want to ask you something. And it's a plug, of course, but I don't care. You're close to getting 100,000 uh, downloads. Let's talk about that shit. 
Yeah, I'm getting close. I'm getting very close to 100,000 downloads for the first year of my podcast, That Girl, the Podcast, which is wild and I can't believe it. And sometimes I have to step back and be like, how did this happen? Um, so I'm just asking everyone if, you know, especially friends and family who are like, yeah, we listen to your podcast. I'm like, but have you subscribed? Yeah. Because you need to subscribe. We don't say it for nothing. We're not telling you just subscribe for anything. There's a reason. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. please subscribe guys. Yeah. If we didn't have to say subscribe, we wouldn't say subscribe. Yes, that's, that's why true. we do it. So subscribe, subscribe mm. to Jackie's podcast, get her to 100,000. Make make it a Christmas miracle. Make it a Christmas miracle. <laughs> I love it. I'm going to say this right now. Once Jackie gets to 100,000 downloads, she has promised she's going to pound an entire glass of eggnog. That's what she said <laughs> off camera. That's not me making that up. That's literally I'll what she it. said on camera. Yes. I'll do it. If I fall over, it's okay, but I'll do it. Yeah. That's right. That's All a promise three. I can keep. <laughs> You're like, you know what? It's not that hard, actually. I think I could do it. I think it'll be fine. All right. So as we start with every episode, since you've been, you're a regular, uh, we have some listener email. Uh, it's going to need some explanation, but I'll do what I can. This is from Brendan. Brendan's emailed us before. Jackie, a couple episodes ago, I did a fried chicken sandwich episode with Ooh. Theodore, my son. Uh, we went to five different fast food chicken places and each we shared a sandwich each and it wrecked us. Oh, it, in it a was, good way was, or a bad way? No, it was awful. So oh. I got a tummy ache. Oh. Theo took a nap. Uh, but we <laughs> rated. Yeah, he actually was fine. Uh, we rated chicken sandwiches. Let me hear your thoughts on this. Uh, we went to Dave's Chicken. Popeyes, KFC, mm. Burger King, Shake Shack. Just the regular chicken sandwich. I'm surprised you didn't go to Chick-fil-A. That's like their thing is yeah, the chicken sandwich. Yeah, just didn't want to do it. And then yeah. we, Popeyes is actually the originator we heard or we learned. That makes sense. I mean, yeah. every time I come by a Popeyes, there's one actually in Burbank right by my bank. So I always smell it and I think I should go in there, but I never <laughs> do because it's Popeyes and I don't know what I'm going to get. Yeah. That's maybe what happens. You know, I'm not a big fan of the fast food. Same. But, you know, there are a few fast foods. I'll eat in and out I'll eat mm -hmm. that. I feel safe with that. Yeah, same. And I'll eat, like, veggie grill. But is that fast food? I don't know if that's fast food. I'm not but, counting that. Yeah, I don't think that's – I don't think that counts. Yeah. But, you know, in and out in, like, Subway. I'll eat those. Oh, God. You know? I had a period where I was like, I'll eat Subway for, like – I ate it, like, three months in a row for, like, three times a week. And then I was like, never again. Oh, you just OD'd on it. I OD'd and I've never gone back. This was like 2002. Yeah. Like, Subway, Subway is the perfect place if you want to kind of stay healthy on a road trip. That's where Subway lives. I would only eat it on a road trip. Yes. Yep. Yep. Anywhere else, wouldn't even eat it in town. You got to be on the yeah. road for it. No. It's 100%. that or being in college. That's when I ate a lot of Subway. Yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> Well, this is what Brendan says about our chicken sandwich episode. He says, sorry you don't like mayo, but it's necessary and delicious. My take on that, there's too much fucking mayo on these fast food chicken sandwiches. Interesting. Okay, so I'm not a huge fan of mayo. Sometimes I'm okay with it. 
And I feel like that may be the time, but I, again, like why slobber it in mayo? Like, isn't it supposed to stand on its own? Couldn't you eat that fried chicken just by itself? Why does it need the sandwich? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. They're, they're afraid. And so they're throwing mayo on it. And I hate mayo. If anything, make it an aioli. Make it an aioli. Let me throw this out at you. What if you put spicy brown mustard on it? Oh yeah, I could go for that. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Theo was like, no, but he's a stupid teenager, so I discount what he says. <laughs> Let me throw you another one. What if they just put uh, barbecue sauce on it? Oh, delicious. Yeah. As it should always have barbecue sauce. Instead of mayo. I just feel like the mayo is something I wouldn't... Nor- but listen, we, you and I come from the East Coast, right? We're, yeah. we're like West Coasters here. And I don't think mayo is a huge staple in most of our lives, like yeah. in our things that we eat. So maybe this is more of like a Midwest, Southern, East Coast thing, and we don't get it. But I but I don't need the mayo, unless it's an aioli. I'm going to take you one step further. We don't need it because we're better than it. I'm absolutely going to get on board with that. Yeah, thank yeah. you. We're, we are better than mayo. Jackie and Kirk are better than mayo. I'm a food snob, and I yeah. am not afraid to admit that. I am definitely a foodie. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Not so, sorry. Brendan goes on to say, I didn't know this. He says, the main reason I'm emailing you is that I found it interesting how different you and your son rank Popeye's and Burger King. Uh, We rank Popeye's higher. Uh, Restaurant Brands International International owns both Burger King and Popeye's and they use the same chicken. Oh. um, Yeah. Who knew? Is that just a branding thing? Did they just brainwash us and we yes. just didn't know? Is yes. That, yeah, that's what happened. It was a it's, Don Draper thing. Yep. Okay. We got drapered. We got fully <laughs> drapered. Draper. Draper with a chicken. Shit. <laughs> God damn you it. You should have seen that coming. How did we not see that coming, man? Uh, we saw him on the couch with his arm up on the side. And he was looking all drapery. and He was smoking he just, a cigarette and he's like, listen, gosh. we'll just brand it differently. But I had no idea. So, so basically that whole time I'm with BK and Popeye's eating the same chicken. Oh, man. I mean, well, now I feel stupid because I'm like, I would never go to Pepe's, <laughs> but I would go to Burger King. Well, shit. All right. <laughs> oh, my God. We just wrecked Jackie. I'm such a hypocrite. I know. I we're didn't terrible. know. <laughs> I know. We didn't know. We know now. Damn it. I uh, know. Ugh, now I fried hate. chicken sandwich sounds really good. <laughs> well, after that eggnog, you're like, listen, maybe I get a chicken sandwich. It's the holidays. It's the Anything goes. It doesn't count anymore. (laughs) Doesn't matter in the holidays. That's the thing I've always learned. Doesn't matter. But it will matter in January. That's that's Jackie January problem. I don't want a Jackie January problem. That's not Jackie December problem. (laughs) No. I'm trying to be really good. I'm actually working out quite a bit more. Oh, good. Because I'm just not saying no to a lot of things. Like I had a cookie for breakfast. That's what I ate for breakfast. A cookie. Because you're doing God's work. That's fantastic. (laughs) I didn't make it. I just bought it. I was like, these look delicious. I'll eat that. Oh my God. I'm going to take a, I'm going to take a detour here for a second. Where did you buy it? Because I love cookies. I had never tried this. It's at Trader Joe's. It's a seasonal thing. It's a very kind of fancy Netherlands sort of cookie. And it's made of like orange zest and lemon zest and um, kind of gingerbready, but it's it's soft, but kind of fluffy almost. And there's a there's a glaze on one side of it. I just didn't know what to expect from this, but I was 
delighted. And there's kind of some nuts in it too. It's it's really delicious, like genuinely great. Let me ask you this. Was it called something weird like a lube check? Yes, I think it was that. Yeah. Okay. The only reason I know that is because I almost bought that yesterday at Trader You need Joe's. to buy those. They're really good. I almost good. did. And why I didn't is because I bought a box of the dark chocolate Christmas cookies that they have. Oh. And so I was like, oh. Yeah. So I'm going to have those today. one cookie at a time. Yeah. 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 One cookie to, in life, Jackie Brubaker <laughs> says, one cookie at a time. <laughs> But if you've got something to say, uh, reach out to us at foodfightthepodcast at gmail.com and we'll read it on the air. Let's go to a food poll that you have no knowledge of and have no horse in because you don't know about it. But I'm just going to ask you, last week was our rice episode. Uh, we took a rice poll. Jackie, brown or white? Brown. <laughs> I say brown too. Guess mm-hmm. what? No one else does because white won. Oh, well, sticky white rice is amazing. It's amazing. We talked about that episode. It's amazing. So white won 71% to 29%. Oh, wow. Yeah. It was a kind All of right. a kind of a curb stomping there. Um huh. yeah. I think listen, if white if white rice is gonna win, I kinda get it. Yeah. It, that makes I sense. Get it. It, it should be closer. It should be closer than that. That it should be closer than that too, because brown rice is lovely and nutty. There's also another rice that I just saw on the Today Show yesterday that is like um, kind of in the brown rice family, but it's almost purpley and it's oh yeah, there's purple rice, yeah, yes, that stuff is delicious yeah. and apparently it makes you live to like a hundred. So, do you want to live to a hundred? No, actually, I don't. <laughs> I was gonna say that's what I was thinking too when the segment was on. I was like, I really need to live that long like it's it's okay yeah when people are like i want to live forever i'm like why like just get it done quickly yeah then you're done we can wrap it all up and we'll be fine we'll do the things we need to do we'll be fine we'll be fine um yeah yeah, the purple rice is great i and Lindsay said this too last week we're the mindset that some things need brown rice some things need white rice Mm. where Mm. uh I said that like I've had brown rice sushi and I think it's garbage. Mm. I don't think it's good. I think you need the white rice. You need the sushi rice. Mm -hmm. Uh, Whereas if you're having like a Thai dish, brown rice is wonderful. So good in Thai. That's my favorite way to have brown rice actually. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or the purple. We are kindred spirits or the purple, (laughs) which we're not going to eat because we don't want to live forever. (laughs) No, we're going to just bypass the purple. We don't want to live forever. We don't know how to fly high. I can fly high. I just don't want to live forever. <laughs> I mean, I feel it coming together. Jackie, I'm quoting fame. Oh, thank you. I knew I was missing something. I could sense that I was you missing sense. something. Listen, as we've all discovered, you're not really into musicals. <laughs> we Dad, all know I can't that. I missed that. I know. And that's that going to haunt you. It is gonna, it's like the most easiest one. It's going to haunt you because you're a musical theater aficionado expert and you're going to leave this podcast going god fucking shit it was fame <laughs> what's wrong with me it was fame yes, it was fame but you can look out for our food polls every tuesday morning on our yummy instagram page all right let's get into our main discussion which as i've stated before a hundred percent jackie's idea no <laughs> one else came up with this except her we're talking about well that's not true you came up with the Polish idea. We're talking Polish food and we're talking Hungarian food today. 
we were on, you were on the Spice episode and I, which must've been 8 million years ago. Cause I can't remember how you brought it up, but you brought up, either. you brought up like, if you ever do a Polish food episode, I'm on. And I said, well, guess what? We're fucking doing a Polish <laughs> food episode. Here we go. <laughs> well, it's cause I'm actually very Polish on my mom's side. I'm just very European, but um, I've got a ton of Polish and Russian heritage. So um, I, yeah, I don't remember how pierogi specifically came up, but probably because I just love them and they're delicious yeah. and I just, I will eat them any day of the week. We might've been talking paprika as well as a spice, mm. which is very Polish uh, influenced spice and Hungarian as well. I did this past spring, a 23 in me and uh, I discovered I was Polish. I had no idea. I thought I was just, uh, I, same with you. I'm very, like the very European yeah. thing, mutt. But uh, part of me is uh, Hungarian and Polish. And I was like, oh, I had no idea I was Polish. So this works out well. It does work out well. And I didn't realize I was so Polish. So do you know both. how Polish you are? I haven't done the test yet. Yeah. But I do remember my mom finding out because we thought we were more Russian, mm-hmm. like you can Ukraine, Russian, that area. Um, and then somehow someone was like, Nope, we're very, very Polish and some Russian, but not by much. And I was like, Oh, okay. So yeah, that's exactly how I was too. I thought I was way more Hungarian just because that's what I was told. And then it was like, no, I'm like 16% Hungarian and Polish all mixed together. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. And then I decided to look on the interwebs. Hungarian food and Polish food are definitely different, but there's a ton of similarities in them, which is interesting. Now, I'm going to play a geography game with you. Oh, no. I know. Math and geography. (laughs) How close do you think the country of Hungary and the country of Poland are? (sighs) I mean, I feel that they're very close. I think... It's more than 10. Like countries away from each other? No, miles. We'll do miles. How many miles oh, are they Oh, part? miles. Oh, gee. Oh, well, do they border each other? No, they do not. What a good oh. question. Oh, I would think that they would. Um. Okay, let's just say seven miles. Seven miles? <laughs> I don't know. Let's, let's try one know. more time. Let's go just, 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 let's go like higher. You said math. You started talking about math. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Let's say that they're 300 miles away from each other. There you go. They're 333 miles apart. Oh, God. that was a much better guess. Yeah. <laughs> You are a genius. <laughs> I can really pull it out of nowhere. Yeah. Oh, that's well, cool. Done. Okay. Well, they, thank God. Uh, yeah. So they are 333 miles apart. Now, that might seem like far away, but LA and San Francisco are only 347 miles apart. Yes, this is true. And so, Phoenix. It's like the same distance. Oh, is it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Except then, no one goes to Phoenix and No, I it. just me for Christmas. You know, just me. <laughs> Ooh. Are you going there this Christmas? Yep. <laughs> Ooh, it's going to be hot. No, no. It's freezing, actually. Oh, that's it's right. It's really, really cold. cold at night. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, it's well, the desert. I shouldn't say anything. I'm going to Cleveland, so. Oh, well, good for you. Ooh. How <sighs> dare you? 
I don't know anything about Cleveland. Goddamn right you don't. It's a national treasure. It's where rock and roll started. Oh, well, that is a saving grace. Yeah. And also, isn't like um, Family Guy from Cleveland? Drew Carey's from- uh, That's right. Yeah, Drew Carey's from Cleveland. There you go. Yeah. All right. Just yeah. Call. So we got some things. We got some but, stuff. Um, Hungary and Poland are actually buds. I didn't know this. In 2007, the respective parliaments of both countries declared March 23rd as the Day of Polish and Hungarian Friendship. Oh, what it's nice sweet. countries. With all the war that was happening, yeah. like, we're going to be friends we're now. We're going to be buds. Yeah, we're going to be BFFs. We sh- we're going to text each other. Food. Yeah. That's the thing. I think they're closer than we ever thought, which I'm glad that we're doing this podcast because um, they are. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's a good thing. Um, So here's my first take on this food. And I say this right now as we uh, record this in Los Angeles, it's rainy and cold. Yes. Uh, And I've got got a, a turtleneck on that I wear like twice a year. I don't really need to wear this turtleneck. It's not that cold. It's like 55 degrees out. It depends on your person, okay? Yeah. I get very cold very quickly, so I'm all for the layers. But, you know, if a turtleneck is working for you today, because it is chilly. It is. I run hot, but I go, you know what? I'm going to sit in the heat on principle (laughs) and wear my fucking uh, turtleneck that I bought years ago that I wear twice a year because I demand it. Oh my gosh. When I was young and school would start in like, you know, September and like I grew up here, right? In LA, yeah. like land of heat. I would buy all of my school clothes and insist that I wear all the warm stuff like the first day of school because yeah. that's what I would see in movies in the, you yeah. know, the East Coast. Everyone's like with their sweaters and their little things. Yeah. And I would show up and I would just be drenched in sweat. Ugh, just oh, just the worst. Yeah. You're, you're in school like layered, wearing a sweater, maybe a, maybe a jean jacket. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just and you're, dr- oh, the worst. And you're just like, I'm going to, you know, I'm suffering through this for it. I'm, I, I'm, I'm yeah. doing this. Yeah. Right. And I just, I'm very specifically remembering like middle school days where that was like, you know, you're still like kind of young enough to be like dumb to fashion, but sort of like old enough to be like kind of getting it. And I, I was like, I think I was like sixth grade or something like very in that zone of like not knowing, just suffering through it, wearing the dorkiest clothes, but I thought they were cute when I bought them. Then I showed up to, you know, middle school and I was like, oh, everyone's wearing the shoot (laughs) and I'm sweating. (laughs) I'm sweating and I picked the wrong clothes. And Welcome I like to a middle big school. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Hooray. Yep. Um, so that's just to say that it is actually kind of cold out, which fits this episode. Because to me, this is like stick to your rib food. This is winter food. It's like I'm cold. I need to eat heavy food to, to make myself feel better, which is why we don't get a lot of that here. It's hard. Yeah. It's hard to find Hungarian Polish food in California. I, I really – the only – thing that comes close is um like latvian food or um a lithuanian food it's very similar too so i'll go to like a lithuanian fair um with my friends who are and eat food that's very similar but that's the only and it's like you know 
affair. So it's only like a two day situation. And then, then it's oh, gone. Oh, it's not even a restaurant. It's like a festival. No, it's like a festival. So oh, yeah, it's wow. very hard to find that food here. It really is. It might be even hard to find. Like it's probably a little easier in the Midwest and, and maybe a little more East, but it might be just one of those. It's in America, it's either just kind of been blended into the general food scene or it's just it's just not that popular because you don't no one's I've yet to hear them go God I'm fuck I need some Polish food right now I know no I one, need some sauerkraut yeah. right now I need some <laughs> Hungarian food as opposed to everyone's like I need a taco right now yeah um, but I think too when people eat Polish or Hungarian food or these Eastern European foods they go God damn this is good why am I not eating this more mm-hmm. and a because it's hard to find and b because you just you need a nap afterwards. You do, but it is the most comforting food of all oh, the foods. It, it really is. Really, truly is. Like it is like a hug, <laughs> and you just feel so carby and wonderful. I mean, it's really just onions, butter, and like potato is the basis of all the food. Yeah, definitely. Oh, it's uh, delicious. Let's get into some of our foods now. You mentioned it first. This again, the reason for the podcast: pierogies, mm. dumplings. Mm. Uh, Sometimes there's potatoes. Sometimes there's meat. Is there potato and meat together? I'm sure there is. I I usually find the potato with the cheese or oh, the chives the kind of situation. But you know, it's it's a you know it's, it can get creative. It's yeah, a, it's a part of the dumpling family. I love that there's a dumpling or a pierogi in everywhere. Isn't that Just the everywhere. best? There's dumplings everywhere. There's dumplings in Asian food. There's dumplings in Japanese food. There's dumplings in Polish food. It's it's everywhere. There's dumplings in Italian food. Uh-huh. The ravioli. I yeah. know. We love some potato inside of a dough. It's yeah. delicious. <laughs> and I'm also like give me give me that thick skin. I'm down for the thick skin. Some people are like, "Oh, I want a little thin. I want I want a chewy oh. Hearty pierogi. Oh, wow. You would have. Okay. So my family is very tiny mm-hmm. and most of them, I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so okay. This so if they're listening now, this is Jackie. Nice to meet you. I mean, literally, I was introducing myself to parts of my family. I was like, are we related? Are you a different family that's like on this Zoom? So we did this, <laughs> we did this pierogi making party via Zoom during quarantine last year. And I thought, oh, this will be fun. You know, I'll get to meet people. And there were some people who actually lived in like the Ukraine or something like oh, that. Wow. And I was like very excited to meet them. But they're they're making pierogies like they're just drinking water, right? Like they've done it their whole lives. Yeah. And I'm just like, whoa, 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 whoa. How do, how do I start the dough at all? Like, I don't know how to make dough. Like, I, I'm sorry, but I usually buy my pie crusts. Like, I don't really know how to, I've made them before, but not very often. So mm-hmm. I'm not a very, like a go, like a dough, I don't know, expert. Yeah. So anyway, I'm trying to make this dough. They're like, just do this and this and this. And I was like, okay. So I'm making this incredibly thick, 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 thick dough. Mm -hmm. And I do make the pierogies and strangely made them faster than everyone else, which I don't know if that was a good thing. I'm not going to say that that I, no, they looked good. Did they taste? They were the chewiest, thickest pierogies I've ever had in my life. I freeze them just in case I ever thought maybe I want one, but I feel like you actually would have liked them. Yeah. I want a chewy, I want to, I want to, I want to literally sink my teeth into it. I, I want to oh, get, I want to get into that. Yeah. It was like a little dinosaur. It was me. <laughs> Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Now, 
what are you, are you eating those pierogies plain? Are you dipping that in something? So there's a couple ways that I can eat the pierogi. Okay. If there's there's may- some of the, some of the ways Wilt might be wrong. I'm just giving a heads up. I'm pretty simple. I don't okay. go crazy with the pierogies. Um, if they're made fresh, you, you know, because the, the potato and everything is already cooked, yeah. all you have to do is fry them in some yeah. butter. Mm-hmm. Delicious with some onions, caramelized onions, salt and pepper, sour cream, done. Amazing. Yeah. Now, other ways, like today for the food later, I did make some pierogies, but I just boil them, put some butter, salt and pepper, a little garlic powder, done. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Easy. Um, yeah. I mean, sometimes I'll boil them and then fry them, but it really just depends on how I'm feeling. I love a fried pierogi or a fried ravioli or a fried dumpling. I mean, yeah. fried anything is delicious. I'm going to go fried. Like if someone's boiling my pierogies, I'm like, thank you. That's very nice of you. I'll eat that. But if someone's giving me fried pierogies, I'm like, yeah. God bless you and the work yeah. you've done here. It's so right. good. They're delicious. Yes. They're delicious. It's just I'm, your level of, you know, involvement that Yes. Day. I'm here for the sour cream too. Mm-hmm. Give me the sour cream. I just thought of this. Is this a whatever statement or is it, uh, am I classy? What if you did it in sage butter? <gasps> am I classy? Ooh. Did I just become classy? That is classy. Oh, yeah. yeah. I just thought that might be good <sighs> with pierogi. That yeah. sounds so good. Did that sound good? Now, is this a whatever or is this unique? Um, I don't know why I want to do this, probably because it's the holidays, but I'm like, what if you fried it, salt and pepper, and then you added just a little bit of sour cream and applesauce? Okay. That's not, that's, that's classic old school. Is it? That's okay. what I associate I, that with. I think my DNA knows it, but my brain doesn't. <laughs> we'll get into that because there is a whole sour cream apple sauce with another food that I'm going to get into. But that is yeah. that is a, a real, real old school thing. Mm-hmm. I, I'm going to say no. Mm. Don't eat the applesauce. That's not for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but that is, uh, without you knowing it, that is a classic old school. It feels like it is. That's I mean, wild. Yeah. It just that, felt right. That the Polish runs deep that we're finding out with you. It's crazy. <laughs> now, moving on to another one. This is like the first thing that I ate as a kid that was for me like Hungarian, Eastern European, Polish, and it's uh, kielbasa. I don't think I've had this before. So you're going to have to describe it to me. I've heard of it, of course, but I don't think I've had it. It's just a smoked sausage. Oh, well, then I've most likely had yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not a, it's, it's a definitively smoked sausage. It's a little, um, it's not as, uh, it's not hard. Hard's not the wrong word. It's a little chewier. The casing is a, got a little more snap to it. Um, that sounds good. I'm a huge, of all the sausages around, I'm a huge kielbasa person. Uh, is that's it the spicy? thing I grew up with. You can have it spicy. Yes, it okay. can be spicy. Sometimes you can have it mild. It's always smoked. It's not. It's not thick. It's kind of long. Okay. This if is you seem, very you seem hang- now. I know. Getting <laughs> make it even more <laughs> inappropriate <laughs> when when it hangs. It curves. 
I'll just <laughs> leave that there. that's how you know it's a kielbasa. <laughs> yep. Thank you very much. Oh, my God. That's how you know it's oh, a kielbasa. Oh, Lord. Where's Lindsay? When it hangs, it curves. Listen, Lindsay will back me up on this. I'm going to guess. She uh, she gets the kielbasa. She, She's had a lot of experience with it. She understands kielbasa shapes. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I'm referring to food, Jackie. Nothing I know else. you are. I know you are. This is no, I love I, I I agree. It is it is definitely. I love sausage. You know, I love like when they like a what is it? Like a turkey apple sausage or something oh, like hell that. Oh yeah. You know, like throw some fruit. Surprise me. I'm yeah. interested. I'm down for it. Like, what are you going to throw in that casing? Let's find yeah, out. Yeah, exactly. Let's put some fennel in there. That's good. Yeah. I'll, throw, I'll eat anything in, in, in sausage form. Yeah, yeah. That, that sounded so then, weird too, but yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> so what what goes with the kielbasa? So sauerkraut mm. is a thing. There's also like uh, kielbasa... Because it's already because it's smoked, it's already cooked. You just really just heating it up in like a saucepan or in a pan with some oil and salt and pepper and all that. You can also do like uh, home potatoes with it. Oh yes, yeah. So it's like diced up home potatoes in and a diced up kielbasa put together with like caramelized onions, right? Let's not get crazy <laughs> with the onions, Jackie. <laughs> Come on, you know better I, than that. I, I can understand that's a good idea. I can understand that, but no. I don't. I don't like onions that much, but I just feel that that would be an appropriate addition. <clears throat> yeah, no, that would be an appropriate addition. That's mm. probably actually pretty good. Now, speaking of, have you ever had a blood sausage? You know, I want to say that I actually have tried a bite of one before because, like, something in me just uh, just like clenches up, mm. and it's not something that I want to do again. Because um, you know, anything that it, like you know what sucks is that I'm not. You know, a vegetarian. I I don't eat that much meat, but I do eat meat. You guys, like, yeah. not not discounting it. Um, but when it comes to like the blood of something, it mm-hmm. really starts to freak me out. <laughs> that's well, all. that's that's legit. The blood sausage isn't too, even though it's called blood sausage because there's blood in it. It's not you're not. It's not like oozing out or anything. It's yeah. very red. It tastes <laughs> very very irony. Yeah, like why? Why would I want to eat something that's just irony that tastes <laughs> okay. like blood? <laughs> so no. you can tell people that you have. That you're a cannibal. <laughs> <laughs> yes. that Or that you're better than them for eating the blood sausage that they didn't eat. <sighs> I don't think my pride needs to eat the blood sausage that bad. <laughs> oh my God, Jackie, my pride needs everything. <laughs> Anything and everything. Okay, oh, so, so you haven't had blood sausage. Have no. you had schnitzel? Yes, I think I've had schnitzel, but just explain it to me one more time. Because again, like I haven't had a lot of chances to eat these foods. It's true, especially because you are from, you're a California girl, essentially. Oh, like LA proper. Yeah, the whole time. LA proper. So yeah. like you finding out that you're Polish and going, okay, I eat Polish. Where can I get it? Is, yeah. is a difficult thing in LA. Yeah. Um, schnitzel is a, it's a, it's a piece of meat that's been fucking beat to shit with a meat tenderizer so it's super super thin and then it's just fried it's breaded and fried what does it taste like then is it crispy like is it like chewy so it's super super thin and then they like because they just take that tenderizer and pound the crap out of it it can be either pork they do pork they do veal they do beef they do chicken uh mutton um 
Mutton. So it's super thin mutton. <laughs> and then you and then you bread the crap out of it and then you fry it. I mean, the breading sounds good. You can put that on anything and it's going to taste delicious. It's just a very thin piece of fried meat. It's really good. Okay. What do you put on it? Applesauce? I, yes. <laughs> I think also you just, uh, if I'm recalling, like from Pulevi, you, you just eat it. Oh. You don't really need to dip it in anything. Okay. I mean, it's a fried meat. Like, yeah, it's exactly. worth a bite. Of course. I'll try that. Yeah. I'll try that. All right. Yeah. Thank you. That's all I'm asking. Now, we're going to do a versus. You have to decide one. I'll give you the... No, it's the exact same description. Stuffed cabbage versus stuffed peppers. They all contain garlic, onion, paprika, ground pork, and rice. That's what they're stuffed with. Garlic, onion, garlic, onion, paprika, ground pork, and rice. Same stuffing. One is stuffed in cabbage. One is stuffed in peppers. Which one would you gravitate to? Okay. I actually eat a lot of stuffed peppers, but I will say yes, because they're delicious and they're actually really good for you. Um, But when there is a stuffed cabbage with some mashed potato and it's a whole thing, that is so good. Wait, let's unpack this. so good. So... Uh, the answer is stuffed peppers. Uh, stuffed cabbage is good. Stuffed cabbage. I got them in my fridge right now. Do you actually. really? Yes. Holy shit. Stuffed yeah. peppers is great. I think with stuffed cabbage, because the cabbage is a little, again, I apologize, because the cabbage is a little limp. It, <laughs> I didn't know this was this how the pot was going to be today. Sheesh. Because it, uh, I, I, I'd rather have it as a stuffed pepper because the pepper just kind of holds it better. I feel that for some reason, well, okay, so <laughs> stuffed peppers always kind of make me burp too much. And that's the only yes, reason yes. that I don't like to eat them. Like if I'm around people, I'm just like, oh, I'll just say that and like eat that on my own. But then the same thing with cabbage, like it has a similar effect. So it's yeah. kind of like if you're going to eat this, just eat it. But something about the stuffed cabbage is um, maybe it's just like not as maybe acidic maybe the pepper is more acidic i'm not sure oh that's a good point that is a very good point yeah it's much more comforting i just i love them yeah and you have you have peppers in your freezer stuffed peppers yeah my fridge trader joe's it's the only place i do my shopping by the way they make food and then i just buy it and then i eat that wait is it the stuffed peppers with the turkey yes yeah, oh, they're delicious. That's so good. I, I know. All the time. They're delicious. You are, you've just described exactly what it is. That stuffed peppers, and it's turkey meat. It's the exact same thing, garlic, onion, pepper, peel, paprika, rice, except it's turkey. Stuffed in those peppers. It's really good. It's really healthy. You have to eat them alone. I have to. I eat them alone. Yeah. Because you're, you're burping all day long. Yeah. Yeah. Just don't see people. Just don't see people. Nope. It's fine. You'll be fine. It's great. Yep. Yeah, no, there's certain foods I'm like, I just won't eat that if I know I'm going to see people. It's not yeah. worth it. <laughs> so, some food you got to eat alone. <laughs> Here's what I do with those stuffed peppers. Uh, I drizzle a little balsamic vinegar on top. Oh. Yeah, yeah it's okay. good. Yeah. I Give like this. Yeah. I will do that. Thank it's, you. It's really good. It just, I think it kind of cuts it a little bit. The vinegar okay. kind of cuts it. Yeah. Ooh, good to know. Yeah. Very cool. Oh, oh I, I made Jackie happy. That's great. Um, so, okay. So you take it, you find cabbage more comforting. Again, it's one of those things for me, 
Stuffed cabbage is harder to find than stuffed peppers. It is. Like even at restaurants or like Trader Joe's, you're like, okay, great. Here's the stuffed pepper. You're like, I don't know where to get stuffed cabbage unless some grandma is making it. And maybe it's just an older thing that hasn't kind of like transferred into like the newer generations or the younger generations. Maybe it just hasn't been eaten enough for people to be like, we should have this as a fresh food at Trader Joe's, you know, like maybe it's just that simple. It just has, it's lost popularity. I would bet you're right that a lot of these foods, you know, because they're from Europe are so old and just kind of haven't made the trip to America that mm-hmm. each generation's like, I don't know what this is. I'm not, you know, give me my fish taco. Um yeah. We're so, all just going to be Mexican eventually. Yeah, just, that's all we eat. That's all we eat. We love Mexican. Yep. Now, you mentioned uh, foods that maybe just, just, you know, generations prior or previous. Let me, let me rephrase this. Goulash. <laughs> just going to go straight to goulash. Goulash is one of those foods that you're just like, I don't know what goulash is. I've heard of goulash. Yes, It hasn't exactly. made that trip to America. No, but it's still being eaten, so explain goulash. Okay. I've never had goulash. I want to eat goulash because I like to say goulash. Yeah. Goulash is a stew made of beef or other meat and vegetables, mostly tomatoes and bell peppers, and generously seasoned with paprika powder. <laughs> that just gave me indigestion just <laughs> listening to that. <laughs> there's, yeah. There's heartburn in that goulash. <laughs> God, no. Yeah. no, 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 no. <laughs> My stomach did not take yeah. on the Hungarian or the any of that. Yeah. <laughs> the, the DNA is not there for it. No. <laughs> That's like you're freezing cold and I need to get warm. Yes. <laughs> or drunk. Yeah. And I need to eat something. Oh, God. Yeah, I mean, I bet someone loves it. Do you eat it with rice? I think you probably, or I bet you potato. I've never had it. I bet you there's potato. Yeah. But yeah. you throw some potato or bread yeah. and, a, and a beer and oh, then you're just yeah. like, yeah. And then you just fall asleep. <laughs> and then you just fall asleep because that's what you do. It's freezing cold. Eat it up. Get yeah. full, fall asleep. Yeah. I've never, yeah, I've never had goulash. I'd try it. I'd try it. Yeah. I would definitely. I think I probably tried it. I just yeah. maybe just didn't know. It yeah. just sounds like stew. Exactly. And I it's don't eat stew. a lot of stew either, you know? Oh, why would I like you? stew, but again, oh, I like it, but... when are you going to eat it here? You know, mm-hmm. just know. not. No. Uh, other one, chicken paprikash. Oh, I don't even know what that is. This is one of the first things that uh, my mom would make because my, my mom's side's Hungarian. So there's there's two main things she would make uh, as a kid. My mom, not a great cook. Love her to death. She knows it. Um, <laughs> chicken paprikash, it's, it's chicken. It's simmered. For an extended period in a sauce that begins with a paprika-infused roux. Oh, okay. So it's a roux. So it's so already it's... complicated. Yeah, because roux are complicated, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, to make a good one. I, yeah. I clearly have not made a good one yet. <laughs> yeah. Can you explain what a roux is? R-O-U-X for those who are wondering. Okay. It's like, is it, it's, I know it's flour and it's... water. Well, so usually when you make a roux, it's after you've made like a meat, right? It's almost kind of like a gravy. It's essentially a gravy. Right. Okay. So you've already got to have made some kind of meat with some kind of drippings. And then you're adding the the flour, essentially. And then you're, you know, whisking that together. It's essentially a gravy. Okay. So that's what probably it is. It's just the the chicken fat that's being uh, uh, Mm. combined with the flour. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you're just 
then you're just eating that. You're just eating that, but you're, you yeah. literally have to whisk it forever then probably and infusing it with paprika. I don't think it would be that long. I mean, it's just don't don't over, you know, heat it so it doesn't burn. And then, it, yeah, nah, it's not that bad. Or okay. even, car- you know, you might even want to add cornstarch if you needed it to be thicker. Oh, it is a it is kind of thick. It's yeah. it's a little thick with it. It's it's like a, again, it's like a stewy kind of chicken. So you're getting like chicken thighs, yeah, whole chicken thighs in there, and then it's covered in this paprika infused roux. I mean, that sounds lovely. It's it's not my favorite. Is it just uh, chicken and gravy, really? Yeah. Yeah, kind of. There's is it better. It's a pop. Yeah, it's Popeyes. Um, <laughs> there are better for me Hungarian foods, and then also uh, some Polish ones that I've learned about than chicken paprikash. But that's like one of those like it's a standard. It's a staple in in both in mm-hmm. um, in Poland and in Hungary. They're like staples. This chicken paprikash. Got it. Also, spetzel. What is that? Spetzel is like the tiny little dumplings. More dumplings. More <laughs> but there's not there's no meat in it. It's just like the little it's dough. So it's like it's oh. a noodle, but it's it's a little tiny dumpling. Oh, and then what do you do with that? You pour a bunch of fucking gravy on it. Yeah, you do. <laughs> the gravy the roux is big. Okay. Yeah. The roux is important. That's yeah. a staple. That's like always on the table. Yes. Okay. Yes. So you can have this chicken paprikash. And then uh, a bowl of spatzel, and then you put the paprikash on, and then you pour the roux and the gravy on it. Wow. Nobody cared about carbs back in the day, did they? They were just like, what's a carb? Literally, (laughs) they were, what's a carb? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what this carb thing is. I just need to eat this to live and not freeze to death. (laughs) Oh, simpler times. (laughs) Yes. Oh, I. it's the times of, oh, I need to be big. Being big is good. <laughs> to survive. Or to not <laughs> to die. To stay warm. Oh yes. my God. <sighs> That's literally what all this food is. It's to get big so you can stay warm. I know. Meanwhile, we're just counting our macros over here in West Hollywood. Yeah, exactly. We're just like, what should I eat? Jeez. I'll eat some quinoa today. Seriously, I saw your Thanksgiving plate and I looked over and was like, what the fuck is that? It was so small. Me? You had I such like three small- plates. Well, okay, the first plate, and I thought that was your only plate, so I'm wrong. But it looked so small, and I was like, I look like a heifer over here with no. all of my food. This is my second Thanksgiving today. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, as I mentioned before, Jackie came over for Thanksgiving. It was a wonderful time. She did not fuck around, and she made that pear tart. Did that- you please warm it up after? Like, did you have tart? it the next day? And then I warm did it have up it the first? next day. Okay. I had it for breakfast. Okay, good. Because it I needs to be a little I, warm. I didn't warm it up. Damn it. I just, I just, because we left yes. it, we, uh, we, were, we wrapped it in tin foil, and I was like, oh, breakfast. Oh, pear tart. Had yeah. it. Oh, yeah. The, Theo came down, and he's like, hey, can I have a pear tart too? And I was like, mm-hmm. absolutely. Pulled it from the tin foil, ate it cold. Good. All right. I'm okay with that too. Oh, so good. So, so yeah. good. So yes. easy. I loved that recipe. Oh, and it looked so very good. impressive too. I was it like, does. oh. Well, it looks fancy. It looks very fancy with I the think time. also, because, yeah, and, and it's it's very thin and delicate and it's a pear and you're like, oh, well, okay, well, let me very put on a tie for this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was wonderful. But I ate, I ate multiple plates. Okay, good. Plus. That makes me feel better. You weren't there for the charcuterie. We had a whole charcuterie plate. 
I had charcuterie before that. (laughs) (laughs) So then you win. I was there for it, just Uh, not physically. But I was. I was very, very full. You were there for all of it. I was. It was a great time had by all. It was. All right. I'm curious if you know this. This is my number one. This is the thing that as a kid I grew up with like, oh, I'm Hungarian. This is a thing that Hungarian families eat and it's beef stroganoff. <gasps> yes. Yeah. Okay. Now, beef stroganoff has made the transition because we yeah. have TV dinners of beef stroganoff. Oh, that's right. There yeah. are. So it has really made the transition well. Yeah. It's delicious. Oh, that was like my mom's thing that she could make well was beef mm-hmm. stroganoff, which yeah. is just, it's it's simmered beef and then a sour cream sauce. Oh, <laughs> it's so, Jesus Christ. It's intense. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It's, they're not joking. They're no, not joking. They're not. And you would put it over, you can put it over spatzel, which is those small dumplings, mm-hmm. or we would do noodles or rice. Yes. The noodles, the butter noodles. Yes. That's the mm. one. I take it over the, I take the noodles over the rice. It's no, oh, noodles yeah. that are buttered, then let's just throw beef stroganoff on top of it. And then some sour cream just in case that yes. wasn't enough. Yes. Please. Spoon it around. <laughs> you have to make the sauce is in a sour cream sauce, but then there's a side of sour cream, Just which you're like, case. I gotta add more. Oh. <laughs> we should have we should have been adults in the seventies. I think we would have liked it. Uh, well, I think that I definitely was alive during the fifties and maybe the early sixties before I died in my last life. So we'll see. I may well, have now had I have to it. ask, why do you say that? <sighs> okay. Well, actually, technically. I go back and forth. Part of me really feels like I died very close in my last life, close to very much like World War II era. So like mm-hmm. 42 to 45, somewhere mm-hmm. in the 40s. Um, but I do have this very strong affinity towards the 50s and the early 60s. So maybe I, I survived a little longer okay. and died at the early 60s because after about 62, 63, like I don't... I don't like anything <laughs> at all. Okay. Like nothing. Like all of it just went from like, wow, this is great to what the fuck is that? Like all of it. Music. No. If, and listen, I appreciate classic rock. I really do appreciate the eras. Mm-hmm. Do I like them? Not really. The wow. only thing that I did take is um, I do have a mid-century living like house, you know, like my uh, yeah. house is from the are fo- the 20s. But my house is decorated from the 60s, but early 60s. Okay. I, with how your hair is, I could picture you in the 40s. Oh, And in the outfit, I could, and also because of how you sing, I think absolutely. Yeah. I was, I am so certain. I mean, not to be weird, guys. Sorry. No, please. You don't know me. We've already been (laughs) talking about a ton of weird shit. We talked about my paracyclins. So I'm sure you want to hear about my past life. Absolutely. Um, No, I really think that I was, um, (laughs) I think that I had a husband or like a fiance who died in the war. Oh my God. And I think that, no, I'm very serious. I got really emotional when I hear of um, soldiers dying. Mm-hmm. And then their wives or their people are like left behind. Like it kills me. Like I cry on cue. Like I'm just like, Ugh. um, and I've never gotten over that. And I think that I 
may have been a jazz singer or had been trying to be one. Fuck yeah, you were. But I also think that I may have had an addiction problem after my husband died. And Opium? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that I may have died of a broken heart, but also not overdosing, but kind of in like a... Um, Amy Winehouse way where like my body just couldn't sort of like keep up without the drug or the drugs or the alcohol or whatever the hell it was because in this life I'm super apathetic to drugs and alcohol I'll drink for fun a little bit Mm. but I totally could care less about anything else I've never been like let me try this drug and like I don't care I I really truly don't care and I think it's because I died of that (laughs) and I came into this life and I was like uh we'll skip it we did it. We're good. <laughs> this is the greatest segue we've ever had on the show. I and bring them. <laughs> you re- you know how to segue. Girl, you know how to segue. This way. <laughs> I'm going to say this. I tend to not believe in past lives or anything like that. But your description of your past life, I just go, yep. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's nothing about what you said that makes me go, no, that doesn't track. That all tracks. It feels real because it wow. it felt real to me. And it's weird too. And then we'll stop with this. Yeah. There are little kids. And I was very young when I started talking about this too. But there are little kids who talk about their past lives. They're like, my name was this. I did this. I lived here. And then Pete, their parents will go and like find them somewhere on the interwebs. And that person existed. And their six-year-old's like, oh, yeah, that was me. You're like, I have died. Yeah, see, proof. That's, that's, that was me. And my buddies are still alive because I'm only six. And they're like 94. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So that was amazing. Anyway, pierogies. Pierogies. So. <laughs> I mean, just to to close it out, I firmly believe I was born in the right time because I live for the '80s, and mm. if I could, I would go back in time and live in the '80s for the rest of go. my life. A lot of people would. It was a good time. It was a good time. Fucking love the '80s. Yeah. Fisherman's soup. How's that for a transition? Fisherman soup sounds kind of delightful since it is so dark and gloomy outside. What is in that? Bes- obviously, seafood. Well, there's it's thick cuts of river fish. Um, it's a broth. Let's play a game. Mm. It's a spiced broth. What do you think that that broth is sp- spiced with? Oh, well, based on fish- all we've talked about today. I mean, it's paprika. It's got to yeah, be. Yeah, it's paprika. Yeah. It's a paprika <laughs> okay, spiced broth and thick cuts of river fish. River fish. River fish. Is that a Which, fish we want to be eating? That's the thing. Now, here's what's weird. If it had just said fish, I'd be like, oh, it's a fish. It's a fish stew. I'd eat that. That sounds good. Something about the words river and fish together, you go, hmm, that sounds I just, weird. I just think catfish and I think you're a bottom dweller and we should yes, meet you. That's 100% I bet you what no. that, that is. And it's one of those probably like, well, that's. That's the fish that they had. That's yeah. that's what we got. We're going to make it. It's big in both. Fisherman's Soup is both uh, name checked in both Poland and in uh, Hungary as like a big, like the main soup that they eat there. All right. Well, I would definitely try it. Now I kind of want to go visit, you know? Yeah, right? Yeah. I, I want to go, uh, is it uh, Budapest? Mm-hmm. That's in Hungary. Yeah. I want to, yeah, I want to go to, it's, it's kind of one of, uh, it's a bucket list to go to Budapest, so I want to do yes. that. Uh, a few more before we get into some desserts. Okay. Okay. Uh, potato pancakes, big thing. Oh. Latkes? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Here's the question. Three choices. There's only one right answer. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't, I'm not making this up. It's fact. With potato pancakes, 
Are you eating them with applesauce, sour cream, or both? Well, all of them. I usually do them with applesauce. Oh, that's the wrong answer. No, it's not. (laughs) (laughs) But it is amazing mixed. (laughs) I take sour cream. Also delicious. Like there really is no wrong answer here. All of them are Fair delicious. Enough. Now, are you combining? Would you ever do applesauce and sour cream or is that Completely. too much? Completely. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. But if you had your druthers, it's applesauce. I think so. Yeah. Okay. Sour cream just feels so bad for you that the idea of me just like choosing to put it on top of my already made food just feels like, wow, that you're just living life. And I don't know if I want to live that hard. <laughs> Well, you already said you don't want to live that long, so why not? Yes, this is also true. <laughs> yeah. I, oh boy, I love sour cream. Oh my God. It's. Yeah, no, it's good. It's, it's good. good. Shouldn't be eating it, but it's good. It's good. It's really good. Sour cream and mayo are kind of in the same category for me. Don't you dare put <laughs> sour cream with mayo. They are different shelves. You know what's also great about sour cream is on just a regular baked potato with chives and butter. Like, wow. That's when I truly love sour cream. But you're never going to put mayo on that. I don't cotton to you putting mayo and sour cream in in some weird, bizarre relationship. Yeah. Agreed. I don't like that. Agreed. Uh, Okay. Last thing before desserts. I've only heard of this because a friend of mine ate it. It's it's tartare, but it's like this Polish version of tartare, which is raw minced beef mixed with onions and egg yolk. And you mix it up and you put warm, fresh, you dip warm, fresh bread into it. It's like a dip. How are you not getting salmonella? Fair point. That being said... Into it? What is what is making it safe to eat? Nothing. Oh, God, no. No, that just sounds like you're just waiting to get a f- food poisoning. What? What's no. making what's making sushi safe to eat? Well, okay, so the thing with tartare is that so I don't actually I don't eat a whole lot of tartare, but I'm trying to think like with like beef tartare, steak tartare, I should say, like isn't it cured or something like that? Isn't there some sort of salt something happening? Well, let's look up right now. I mean, Because the I, salt at least, or it's like sugar or salt can make something um, that would normally go bad, not go bad, right? Yes. So like sugar in a, you know, whipped cream um, frosting will keep. Like you don't always necessarily have to put that in the fridge, which you really shouldn't with cake, by the way. Just please don't put your cake in the fridge. Um, but Hang with, on. Oh. You're not supposed to put your cake in the fridge? No. Why not? No, because it just dries it out. Cake is, you leave that out. The sugar is a preservative. It preserves Oh, so it's not going to get stale. Mm-mm. I mean, I, it only lasts for so long. Well, because I'm going to eat the shit out of the cake, but yeah. Yeah. Oh, Are I did can, not know that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can I ask you another question? Cold cake's kind of comforting, though. <laughs> don't make face. You just made a Lindsay face. <laughs> I don't. I don't remember that being comforting <laughs> to me, but that's okay. I'll give that to you. <laughs> Something like 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 a piece of carrot cake that's in the fridge and oh, you take it good. out. Cheesecake is good. Cheesecake. I guess that has to be cold though. That has to be cold. Uh, I like cold cake. Um, okay. okay. I just looked up steak tartare. 
Steak tartare, get ready to make a face. Steak tartare is a meat dish made from raw ground beef or horse meat. (gasps) It is usually served with onions, capers, peppers, Worcestershire sauce, and other seasonings, often presented to the diner separately to be added for taste, is a raw egg on top of the dish. So it's all raw. I wonder if the Worcestershire, wow, that's hard to say. Worcestershire. There you go. Is because it's vinegar. I wonder if that is helping, oh. like, make it like okay. neutralize it. Almost. Yeah, like neutralize it or something. Yeah, because you can't just like you can't just do that unless you want to get really sick. Yeah. Um. Also, even if the Worcestershire, Worcestershire sauce is on it, and you're like, "Well, I'm safe," you're still putting a raw egg on it. Yeah. Well, and then you have to think about cocktails with like egg cream, right? And that's oh, yeah. raw egg. Yep, that's true. What's that happening? Is, is the alcohol the you know neutralizer? Like, what? These are questions I have. <laughs> alcohol neutralizes everything. That's Does just it? Fact. right. <laughs> Emotions, feelings. Yeah, insides. Your insides. <laughs> Your insides. Your insides. The reason why I brought the tartar up is one of my very good friends, who's not a foodie. This was in college, and he was dating a girl who was Polish. And she's like, hey, I'm going to take you to the west side of Cleveland to this Polish restaurant. And he went in and they served him tartare. And he's like, fuck this. I'm not eating this. <laughs> and she's like, just try it. It's really good. And he ate it. And he's like, it's one of the best things I ever ate. Because mm. yeah. it's you, and you, it's like it's like almost like a hummus dip where you're just like you're taking warm bread mm. and m- mixing it into the raw horse meat and egg. Oh, and- God. Yeah. We should not be eating horses, you guys. We should not that be. That is so 1880, like, or 19-something, 02. <laughs> I thought you were like, that's so 1975. It probably is. Everybody was snorting cocaine and eating <laughs> yeah. horse meat. Ooh, boys, good times. Oh, goodness. Good times. All right. Before we get into our tasting, I want to get into a couple of desserts. These desserts I don't know about. Having had the kind of Eastern European, Hungarian, Polish desserts, I will say that they're kind of similar where they're like, they're not dense. They all seem kind of light, but also have, they always have like that light cream in it as well, mm. which I kind of appreciate. Mm. So let me just go through a bunch of these. Langos. What is this that? sounds good. It's just deep fried bread topped with sour cream and cheese. Isn't that a Danish? I'm going to pass on that. What? I don't know what that is. That just seems boring. Deep fried bread. Did I wait? Did I not entice you with my reading? Deep fried bread topped with sour cream and cheese. I pass. What? Yeah. Really? I don't. Why? I don't. It's like it's like wanting to be a donut, but like why? It didn't. It went in the wrong direction. Wow. I am shocked at this take, Jackie. <laughs> Do wow. you like it? Yeah, we'd eat that. I've never had it. Deep fried bread, sure. Top of sour cream and cheese, yeah. No. Gimme, gimme, gimme. Okay. <laughs> Similarly, um, I can't remember our listener's name, but he sent us an email about these donuts. They're Polish donuts called Paxi. Paxi. P-A-C-Z-K-I. It's basically like a, a jelly donut. Jelly donuts suck, by the way. I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's a fried donut powdered, but there is 
plum jam infused with wild roses. Oh, yes. I would definitely want to try that at least because okay. those are creative and inventive and absolutely. But I, I don't like jelly-filled donuts of any kind. N- same. I, they're same. like little aliens. I don't like them. Yes, they are little aliens. No. Now, can I entice you, take out the plum jam, add lemon curd. I feel that I would immediately go into a diabetic coma if I ate that. Yes. Like immediately. Yes. You would lose me. This would okay. be it. <laughs> so I'm guessing because my third choice was chocolate, which I guess that would be just as bad. Just as bad. Okay. And I'm not a huge chocolate person. I'm very I'm very snobby on my chocolate. Oh, okay. I'm a chocolate whore. I'll eat any chocolate. Yeah. I'll have any chocolate that wants to be with me. All right. <sighs> a couple more. This one I'm like, what? Chestnut puree. It's okay. a puree of chestnuts mixed with sugar, rum, usually served with whipped cream. So I'm guessing that's like a chestnut pudding. Hmm. I mean, I don't really like chestnuts, but I, I would certainly try it. Yeah. I would try it very skeptically where I'd yeah. be like, mm, I doubt that this is going to be good. Yeah. Uh, um. Okay, I'm still hurt that you don't like the deep fried bread with the sour cream and cheese. For some reason, that hurts my feelings. Yeah, that just feels gross. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's get to this then. Cherry soup. What is cherry soup? Sweet soup made with cherries, sugars, and sour cream. <laughs> Come on. What bread goes with that soup? <laughs> Throw the langos in it. It is, yeah. It's the it's the deep fried bread that you, you yeah. eat with it. Okay, yeah. I mean, sure. Are they dark cherries? I'm sure they would be, right? Yeah. What else would they be? I'm sure they would be. I'm not eating cherry soup. That feels feels very Russian, you know? Yes. So I feel that that is really coming in from the Russian area. Like that, that cherry, like the, yeah, that feels very Russian. Yeah. I could see that. To me, I'm just like, I don't want dessert soup. Dessert soup's not a thing in my life. (laughs) And I certainly don't want, I don't want it made of cherries, sugars, and sour creams. But, I no, bet no, it's no, really you. good. But it has it's to be on some soup. sort of dough. No, you've got to eat it on a dough. Like a langos? Yeah, or whatever. <laughs> See? Just, so now you're saying yes to langos. Without the cheese and the sour cream, yeah. Then with the, the cherries. Because that would be like a salty sweet kind of thing. Maybe. I could see the sour or the, the uh, salty sweet. I yeah. got to... I got to unpack the Langos thing. So you're here for the deep fried bread, but you're not here for the sour cream and cheese. Well, no, I'm not really here for the deep fried bread in general, but with the soup, it needs something, right? It needs something. That's I don't be think there's anything else sweet. with it. I think it's just the soup. Okay. Well then I, I most likely would not have more than a bite of that. If to save humanity, you have to have a bite of the cherry soup, the chestnut puree or the Langos, which one are you taking? Oh. <laughs> I guess the soup. <laughs> oh, what? Oh, my I God. I almost said the langos. I almost said it. I don't no, know. No one's trying Maybe that Maybe I'm warming puree. to it. I know. I don't know what's going to just hotbox you and go, it's langos, langos. If I can find <laughs> langos somewhere, I'm buying them and having you try it. Mm, okay. And, and like, Anne's going to make them. She's going to be like, what do you mean? And I'll be like, what? You can make this? She's like, yeah, it's no big deal. I just I'm, did it. I'm, I have every confidence to her to make that. It's an amazing baker. 
cook uh, all of the above. Oh my gosh. We did good. We did good. All right. It's time. Now it's time for How's It Taste? How's It Taste? This is the part of the show where we surprise each other with the food based on the theme of today's show to see if we like it. Since today's episode is all about Hungarian or Polish food, that's what we'll be tasting. Okay. Do you have yours with you? It's it's in the kitchen. I have to go get it. Okay. Go get it. I'm going to vamp about what I got here. So go ahead and go. Okay. Um, the thing I got, everyone, is it's going to be a 50-50, meaning Jackie's going to either be like, hey, that's impressive that you got this, or you're a fucking lazy motherfucker, and that's the only thing that you came up with. So I'm either going to feel a lot of pride, or I'm going to feel a lot of shame, which... If you're a long listener to the show, you know that's how I always feel. Okay, Jackie. You, I, we know what you got. Let's save yours for last because okay. I think it's more special. Okay. So as I was telling the listeners, what I got is a, it's a 50-50 ball. Meaning you're either going to be like, hey, that's really impressive or you lazy motherfucker. Okay. okay. I got imported Hungarian pickles. Oh, yum. What do okay. they taste like? I'm going to try right now. I haven't had it. Okay. Okay. So here's the thing. You, having grown up, grown up in the Burbank area, might know about this. I just learned about it. So as we've said throughout this whole episode, finding Hungarian food, Polish food in Los Angeles is a challenge. Yeah. Very difficult. I literally was just like Googling like places to get Polish or Hungarian food. Fun fact, there's a there's a pierogi place, but it's in like Santa Clarita. Oh. But all they make is pierogies. Oh, I would literally drive out there for that. Yeah. So I'm, I'm thinking road trip. Yes. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. Road trip to Santa Clarita, which is basically, uh, that's where Six Flags is. Yeah. Um, I was just there last week. <laughs> were you really? Not at Six Flags, but I was I was in Peru. That's where we were shooting, oh, which is on okay. the way. <laughs> yep. You could have stopped. So there's a pierogi. It's like a pierogi spot where all they make is pierogies there. Oh my God. But I didn't get that because once I Googled uh, places near me, there was a place called Otto's Hungarian Eastern European Deli. It's in oh. Burbank. What? And it's near your high school, your alma mater. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's on, no one's going to know this, but Jackie, uh, <laughs> it's on Clark. Okay. Like in Buena Vista. Oh, okay. Kind of area. Yeah. Okay. It's a corner store, a hundred percent. You've like driven by it a million times. Yeah. And you've been like, oh, that's just some like bodega. It's just some weird liquor store deli where you get a sandwich and you get a, a bottle of 151 rum. But it's a import European deli. Oh, wow. And they sell all the stuff from Croatia, Russia, Hungary, Poland, everything. So there's candies, there's jarred goods, there's jellies, there's all this shit. Oh and my so gosh. I went there and I got from Hungary, Bindi Hungarian style pickles. Crazy. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm going mean, to go to this place. You need to go to this place because you'll look at it. I'm 100% sure that 
you're going to, once you drive by it, you're going to be like, oh my God, I've driven by here so many times. Yeah. And you're going to be like, I can't believe that this has been here all my life. Because it's about, a, it's less than a mile from your old high school. Wow. Uh, That's so exciting. Yeah. So weird. All right. So I didn't make anything. I did get an, literally from Hungary. So this is a Hungarian style pickle. Holy fuck. <laughs> That's weird. Oh what? my God. Is That's it spicy? So weird. No. Ew. Oh fuck. <laughs> oh my God. That's not what I expected. Oh my, is it not pickly? It's Jackie. It's soft and sweet. <laughs> like a gummy? It's not gummy style, but you know how like a pickle's got like a little snap to it? Yeah. Ah, it's so weird. <laughs> Ew, it's like it's a not, little... There's no snap to it. Ew. There's a slight tang, but it's mostly sweet. Gross. But it's not like a sweet pickle. It's not like, you know, like those sweet yeah. pickles. It's, it's a technically a dill pickle, but it's a sweet dill pickle that's soft and not having any snap. Maybe oh it's God. been sitting on the shelf too long. I mean, it is from Hungary. There's no, that's the thing too is there's no preservatives. Um, a lot of the things they're in, you know, they're in the language that they're in. And so you're just kind of guessing. And oh, wow. sometimes they're. It's kind of a hot mess of a of a operation. Uh-huh. This autos, but that's what makes it kind of fun. Is you're like, I don't know. Oh, the, okay, this is Croatian. This says it's from Croatia. Okay, great. Oh, this is from Russia. Oh, this is from Latvia. So you're kind of guessing until you really look. Yeah. Oh, weird. I'm fucking scarred. <laughs> I don't think those pickles went bad because I don't think you know it's hard for pickles to go bad. Yeah. I think that's the style. Ew. What would you eat them with? Well, I was excited because I was like, oh, I'll eat this with a sandwich all day. I got to finish these now because I bought them. No, you don't. No, uh, you don't. No, I'm get mad at me if I don't. Give the, um, give the kids some pickles. I'm going to let Theo try because he likes pickles. Yeah. And he, he likes real sour pickles. So he might be like, this sucks. Yeah. That was a shock because I thought, honestly, when I bought them, that's the whole 50-50 of it. I was like, oh, it's just going to be a dill pickle. I feel kind of lame, but it is from Hungary, so I'll get it. It's a gross. Uh, oh boy sorry gross. to bring everyone down so sorry let's bring everyone that. back up because jackie actually is going to win out on this one that's true um so observe my mrs t hey! pierogies. you made pierogies i just boiled them i boiled them because making real pierogies is up to Anne to show me how to do that um there's going to be yes for the record there will be a pierogi and wine party coming oh. 2022. So good. So excited for this. So yeah, progies again, I've tried making them with my own family, did not make them very well. Um, when I was a kid, I was such, ironically, a finicky eater that this was the only thing. Yeah. This was the only thing that I would eat no matter what. And so my mom was like, okay, pierogies it is. Like I didn't like pasta. I, it's just, 
I don't know. I guess I should have like known that there were like um, metabolism issues going on, but I was like a kid. So like, I don't know. Yeah. But um, this was the only thing that I could eat that I would actually feel really good on. And they're just simple, you know, cheese. And I think there might be some onion inside and potato. Yeah. And I think they have different flavors, but mainly your original pierogi is the one that you need to get. I boiled them. I'm going to warm them back up, but they are delicious boiled, but mainly fried. Delicious that way too. I think fried. If I have my yeah. brothers, even though you shouldn't, yeah. uh, the fried just tastes better. No, they're so good, and I'll fry them in like olive oil because you know I'm healthy. Yeah, so it's a little better. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, they're just so good and so comforting. And actually, I was really surprised that they're much lower in calories than I thought they would be, even though they're just full carbs, like complete carbs. <laughs> so, oh, that's really maybe because there's just as it because there's not that many ingredients. Maybe, but I was shocked to read the calorie per serving. I was like, what? Maybe this is why I was such a skinny kid. Because <laughs> <laughs> all you ate were pierogies all it's day, all I every ate. day. It's all I ate. Now, but- are you going to eat the pierogies plain or are you going to do a little dipping? Are you going to, you're not doing sour cream, I'm guessing. No, I just melted some butter. I have some salt and pepper and a little bit of garlic powder on top, but that's it. That's all wow. I'm going to do. Yeah. They're fantastic as is. Well just a done. hug, a hug in your tummy. Uh, I, I need a hug in my tummy now. That was, <laughs> you need to go get some pierogies. That was so unexpected and so disheartening. Ew. On so many levels. Yes, sorry. All right, well, let's move on. Now it's time for What You Eating. What You Eating. We're going to close out the show as we do every show with a food recommendation, anything you're currently obsessing over or can recommend based on today's theme. Uh, I'll go first again because this is for anyone who's listening in my hometown of Cleveland or you're in Cleveland for work, for business. I'll say vacation. Why not? There's things to do in Cleveland. If you go to... Shaker Square, which is just a couple of minutes outside of downtown Cleveland. There is a Hungarian restaurant that's been there for 57 years. It's called Balaton. And it's just old school Hungarian. <coughs> Sorry. It's okay. <coughs> I think it was the pepper. It was the pepper from the, <laughs> yep, that did it. It Sorry, wasn't the paprika. I moved the plate away. I was like, something's <laughs> happening. <laughs> there, There is no paprika on your... There's none, but I can put some. I have some. The pe- I think the spice pro- that does nothing. <laughs> yeah, it really is. It just looks. It just looks so nice. funny about this is that there's paprika and freaking everything in Hungarian Polish food, and you're like, yeah, oh, okay, great, yeah, thank, thank you. Thanks. I guess you don't hate it, but you just like, I don't really need it. Um, but the Balaton, they have paprika on everything, so it's basically one of those old school Hungarian places. Where you can get the schnitzel, you can get the pierogi, you're going to get the cabbage, you're going to get like brown bread. Yes. It's all old school. And you walk in and you're like, this place hasn't changed since like 1975. And it shouldn't. And it shouldn't. And they even do the thing where they'll take your order and then they'll bring it out, but they'll bring it out on like a a, a moving cart. Oh. Yeah. Instead of like a tray or the dishes, it's just, just on so a, it's just on a car. Yeah, like when you get the schnitzel, it's a fucking boat of schnitzel. <laughs> it's, it's so heavy. The waiters crazy. are like, "This is how we do it." And the food is so heavy that they are like, "We have to push it out on the car <laughs> because we can't lift it ourselves." Uh, but that is in Cleveland. It's in Balaton. I actually didn't never went there until five years ago. 
Never went there because, I mean, my, if, if there's Hungarian food, my mom just made it. And then one year we just started going. And so I'll be going again during Christmas. So it's our like Christmas ritual to go to Balaton. Oh. Do you have anything to recommend? <sighs> as a place to go? Or a, th- a thing that you can recommend as a Polish food. I don't want to say a Polish spice because it's fucking no, paprika. Um, honestly, kids, just go buy some Mrs. T's pierogies at your local market and make them. Like, that is it. That's all. I I don't have any traditions. What's a Mrs. Yeah. T's pierogi? That's what I made. They are literally in a box of frozen pierogies. You boil them. Boom. You're done. That's your pierogi. Where are you getting this? The market. Any market. Literally. literally any market has Not them. Trader Joe's. Not Trader Joe's, but, but like, like regular Ralph's, markets. Bonds, John's, yes, exactly. Pavilions. No shit. Yep. yep. They've been around forever. Oh forever. They're so simple and lovely. Yeah. No, just eat them. Especially if you have kids, because look at look at my story, right? Like I wouldn't eat anything. This yeah. is the only thing I would eat. I survived. So it's all good. <laughs> but yeah. I'm just realizing now that it's making even more sense about your past life. Because that's probably the kind of food you ate in your past life. Probably. You probably ate a lot of pierogies because that's what was available and around. Yeah. You know, it was the war. It was a tough time. There was rations. Yeah. I didn't have a lot. Yeah. I liked. You know what? To be honest, I think you might be right. I'm I'm 100% buying into this right now. (laughs) That this is a thing. I still don't believe it for me. But the whole thing of like, that's why you eat pierogies as a kid because that's all you wanted. Because that's all you could eat back in the 40s and 30s. And I will add this. The other thing that I would eat was soup. I ate a lot of soup. Yep. 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 Oh, this is all tracking. I lived in the depression, guys. I really did. in the depression. Wow. You look great for having lived out of the depression. Thanks. Let's just say that right now. Jackie, before we end, is there anything else you want to plug? Let's mention the podcast one more time because we want to get to 100,000 downloads. It's called What Again? It's called That Girl, The Podcast. You can get it everywhere you get your podcasts. And there's a new episode every single week on Wednesday. The podcast is all about becoming that girl or that guy in your life. It's the self-development, relationships, dating, you know, just becoming a, a better person through, you know, great interviews and... And that's what it's about, really. Still waiting for my invite to for me to express <laughs> all the genius I have in my life about how to be a normal person. Shocking that I'm not it's a guest. It's coming. It's coming. I'll, I'll talk to my assistant. It's, <laughs> it's literally going to be this show where you're like, fuck this show. I'm done. Let's just scorch the earth. Kirk can come on and talk his bullshit about his food. Also, before we go, are you doing Holiday Brew Bakery? You know, um, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was I was asked lovingly to bake some cupcakes, and I was like, mm, "So much work. I don't want to do it." <laughs> You're like, I don't have to do that anymore. I don't want to bake anymore. I was like, I'll bake for free. The, listen to my rationale. She wanted to pay me, and I was like, you know what? why don't I just bake some cupcakes the next time we have like a hang? I'll just bring them. And she's like, no, I want to pay you. I'm like, it's fine. I just don't want to bake. I only like baking for fun to give to people for free. 
I don't understand any of that. I really, I don't either. I don't know what's wrong with me, but there's a very strong part of me that's just like, I don't need to be paid. Like, let me go spend the money to make these expensive cupcakes, but please don't pay me and I'll bring them for free. It's like, I don't know. But you're going to make them anyway. Yeah. But I don't want to have to make them like on demand. Okay. Because that was the problem when I had a bakery is that I was so busy and it was always on demand and I could never keep up. And it was just having a bakery is so much work. Yeah. You don't want to be doing the work. You think it's so cute in movies and TV shows, but then when you actually are like waking up at 4 a.m. and like baking all, it is so exhausting and it's not fun. No. No. (laughs) It's not, it's not cute. No. I only like baking for like holidays and events and people I love and that's it. That's, that's the cute fun stuff. Yeah. I, you know what? We're at the end of this podcast, but I'm just going to bring this up because I don't care anyway. The whole thing that you said about like, the perception that like baking is like, it's kind of like cute and fun. I'm kind of obsessed with watching little bits and pieces of great America Christmas movies, which are like made for a dollar and they're like real low budget romantic comedies. Yeah. And they're so, it's one of those like, this is so stupid. I can't stop watching. Yeah. And it literally every time it's like, She's a baker. It's uh-huh. Christmas time. And is she going to sell out to the corporate guy who wants to take over her space and make it a soul cycle? Or is she going to find love and it's going to be with him? But everyone loves her cupcakes. And that's what I thought of when you said that. That's who I am. I'm still waiting <laughs> for the corporate guy to show up and be like, can I buy your bakery? It just well, hasn't happened yet. But the thing is, there's no drama. You're like, yeah, you can buy my fucking bakery. <laughs> Maybe that's why it hasn't happened. That's why. Because you're not you're not pushing it away. You're not going, no, 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 no. I, I don't. I bake for my soul. You're like, yeah, let's get the contracts going. Let's do it. <laughs> let's do it. Jackie, thanks so much for being on the show. Thank it was wonderful. You. We'll have you again. That's our show. You can find Food Fight anywhere you listen to podcasts. If you like our show, please subscribe, please share, please tell your friends, and please leave us a review. Whether you use Apple Podcasts to listen to us or you don't, but you do have an Apple ID and it's convenient for you to do so, please go give us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. And if you like even more food content, go ahead and follow our Yummy page on Facebook as well as Yummy on Instagram. And if you have a question, comment, or just want to tell us how wrong we are, send us an email at foodfightthepodcast at gmail.com and we'll read it on the air. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.